1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hey guys, this is Ben. And I'm Karen. We're back with Patreon episode number two. Aaron, Benadryl. Why was there such a long pause? Hold on. Why are you <laughs> calling me Benadryl? <laughs> That's not gonna stick. Try like stop trying to make it stick. Seriously, <laughs> stop trying to make Fetch happen. Like seriously, though, we're on our full length episode number two for Patreon. Can you believe it? Crazy. It is a little bit crazy. It's more crazy that we didn't start this earlier, honestly. I feel like you had so many fucking ideas that we can only get through them unless we had a Patreon. So here we are.
2: So
1: this episode um, was actually a request and two of our Patreon members actually requested this one before they were Patreon members.
0: You know how many times I feel like you start an episode with, this was a like requested case?
1: I have been doing a lot of, I'm actually working mostly out of our request list right now. I love covering requests.
0: Honestly, though, like, you lost your original master list, Mm -hmm. is what you called it. (laughs) The one list to rule them all.
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: But... You enlisted the help of our listeners to rebuild your list, and I guess you can only go off of case request at that point, right? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, or exactly like that, because this is exactly like that.
1: Yeah. So, but let's just dive in. Dive in. Tonight's Patreon case is going to take us to Darlington, Indiana.
0: Wait, there's a Darlington, Indiana. Yes. So you're from South Carolina. Are you familiar with Darlington, South Carolina? Yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. Seriously? Seriously. Tell me this does not happen at like a racetrack.
1: It does not happen at a racetrack.
0: Okay. So you have to know that like Darlington, South Carolina is like famous, like for the NASCAR circuit, right? Um, oh my God. You know how many races I've been to at Darlington, South Carolina? Good for you. I haven't raced in them. I've watched them. Tried to watch them. They're making a left turn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're making another left turn.
0: All right. Sorry. Continue.
1: Jason and Brandy Worley were engaged for two years and got married in August of 2009. Their son, Tyler Daniel Clinton Worley, was born just a month later, on September seventeenth, two 2009, in Indianapolis. Tyler was born 10 weeks early and had to spend some time in the NICU. After Tyler was finally discharged and able to go home, Jason and Brandy made a promise to each other. Jason and Brandy promised that their children would always come first.
0: Ugh. Just knowing and you know what? The our patrons, our patrons listening already know the fucking name of this case. That's a horrific sentence. Yeah. Like just trying to swallow that fucking sentence is awful.
1: And like I didn't like make that sentence up to
0: Well, you're not writing it thinking about the listener. I mean you are, but like I'm, I'm sitting in the listener seat. Like that's, what I was that's gonna a horrendous say horrendous fucking sentence to swallow.
1: But what I was saying was, is I didn't like make that up for like shock value. That is an actual thing that I found in research. This is a real promise that they made to each other.
0: Fucking Christ, dude, that's even like worse. You know.
1: Yeah. I, so I, yeah. So. To clarify, like, that's not just some random thing I just made up because it sounded awful. That was an actual promise that they made.
0: Yeah, no. I, I think our our listeners, especially our Patreons, our Patrons. Why do I Patronuses. Call them, well, I don't know why I call them our Patreons. <laughs> our Patronuses know that we're not out for shock value, but, like, fucking Christ, dude. That's a hard sentence. To like, just digest, man. Ugh. Please I'm sorry, continue.
1: Tyler loved sports, and he played every sport he could, including soccer, football, basketball, baseball, and wrestling. Tyler wanted to work with computers when he grew up, just like his daddy. He was a first grade student at Sugar Creek Elementary in Hancock County, Indiana. Jason, okay. And this is super cute. So Jason Worley, his dad, he said that Tyler could walk into a room with 20 strangers and he would come out with 20 friends. Four years later, on September 26th, 2013, Jason and Brandy welcomed their second child, a daughter, Charlie Rose Jean Worley.
0: I love that name.
1: I love, and you know this, anytime there's like an ambiguous, potentially masculine first name with a very feminine middle name, I
0: love that. Right, like, that's a great name.
1: Charlie Rose. It's beautiful. Charlie attended preschool classes at Wilson Preschool. She also loved dancing and she took classes at Dance by Deborah. Like her brother Tyler, she enjoys sports, and she had even attended a basketball camp for Littles. She also went to vacation Bible school and absolutely loved it. Little Charlie also really enjoyed going to story time at the library. Jason said that Charlie was this big ball of attitude. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: She... I just like picture every mom saying like, yep, just like my daughter, you know, (laughs) or just like me.
1: She loved getting dressed up and wouldn't leave the house without braids or a bow in her hair. I'm sure you guys saw the photo we posted of Tyler and Charlie on our Patreon group on Facebook.
0: Fucking cute as hell, man.
1: Yes, they were both
0: absolutely adorable. You know what? I feel like every podcast that covers any story or case that involves children, it's like, oh, they're cute as hell. But like these kids,
1: no, no, like were some people legit. have ugly kids. These were, it's true, <laughs> but it's true. No, I'm sorry. Like, okay, so we're in the south. So when someone meets your baby, if they go, God bless them, <laughs> yes, so. Or, oh, he's sweet. No, like, I'm really sorry. Your baby looks like an alien. So in the picture, like, little Charlie, she has, like, her little white bow and the flowers and the ruffles in her tiny oh little God. denim dress. Stop. Okay, and Tyler, he's wearing his little glasses, and he looks cute as a. B- I mean, Stop. You know I love me a little boy in glasses.
0: Like, yeah, our, both of our kids wear fucking glasses. I wear glasses. You wear glasses. You're a sucker for a little boy in glasses. I really which, am. I mean, most people are, but like, just, uh, move, move on.
1: This case, a lot of us watched it unfold right in front of our very own eyes, thanks to the internet. More specifically, Reddit. And that is what makes this case so unique, in my opinion. Jason Worley... A married software engineer went online searching for help and advice regarding his crumbling marriage to Brandy Worley on Reddit. Wow!
0: And un- I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, it ended in the most heartbreaking way possible.
0: Jesus, that's. Ooh.
1: If you spend a lot of time online, chances are that you've at the very least heard of Reddit. If you have not, I think the easiest way to explain it, essentially it's a massive online community. It's a massive collection of forums where people can share posts, news, information, whatever it is that they're interested in, and other people can comment on those posts. So think of it like the old-school AOL message boards, but on a much larger scale.
0: It's the front page of the internet.
1: It is the front page of the internet.
0: Like, legit. Like, it's like the OG anonymous, like, I don't know, message boards. Like you said, the AOL message boards.
1: And I feel like I so aged myself by saying, like, the AOL message boards. Okay. Reddit is broken up into more than a million communities known as subreddits, each one covering a different topic. Jason Worley went by the name Jason in Hell on Reddit. On October 28, 2016, Jason had taken to the Relationship Advice subreddit to ask for advice about how to deal with a wife who was cheating on him with his own neighbor.
0: Dude,
1: I'm going to read you Jason's entire post,
0: like his first entire post. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: As opposed to giving y'all a summary or changing it into my own words.
0: Right. Like you can't get any better source than the fucking like original OG source, you know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, Jason was clearly going through some difficult shit. And I just, I think I would be doing a disservice if I just like, I I think you just need to hear his exact words. Let's hear it. The post was titled, I'm 30 male having a hard time coping with my wife, 29 female, having cheated on me with our neighbor, 51 male. And Jason wrote, okay. And this is, this is wild. So like buckle up. I caught my wife cheating on me over a year ago. I stayed with her for the sake of our children, but I haven't been able to get it off my mind since. It has been 476 days since I confronted her about it. How do I know? Because every time I catch myself thinking about it, I tell myself, it's only been X number of days. Maybe you won't think about it tomorrow. So... To go back to the beginning, I had just taken on a new project and new responsibilities at work. I was working a lot of hours, 60 plus per week, and was noticeably stressed. It was in May of 2015 that I noticed that she had added a password to her phone. When confronted about it, she told me it was because she was planning my Father's Day present and didn't want me to ruin the surprise. About a week later, she came to me and told me that she felt guilty keeping a big secret from me and told me that she was having our neighbor, a contractor, build a home office for me as my present. It struck me as odd as in our six years together, she has never said she felt guilty about anything and always insists that she never regrets anything in her life. Time goes on. Her phone is still password protected. And things don't feel right. I see her using her phone and smiling to herself more and more often. But when I ask her what she's doing, she says nothing and puts her phone away. So one morning, I wait for her to get in the shower, and I grab her phone before it requires the password. I go through her messages and find that she's texting the neighbor. I am all covered in frosting. You want to lick it off?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Keep going.
1: There were no other messages to the neighbor, but I found out later that was because she had set up her phone to delete messages after a certain amount of time.
0: What? Dude, yes. this bitch is like a fucking like expert cheater. Like she's an OG fucking cheater, dude. So,
1: I didn't know that that was like a setting that you could do i mean that makes me think of like snapchat i I didn't realize that you could do that with like regular texts
0: i'm fucking i guess old i didn't even know you could do that with snapchat i don't use snapchat like that's fucking that's like that's what that's
1: what that's what snapchat like does automatically
0: it so that's what the 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 niche to snapchat is like it automatically deletes your shit so it's made for fucking cheaters apparently
1: Well, a lot of, like, my friends use it to send me, like, pictures of them, like, doing, like, really dumbass faces. (laughs) Because if you take a screenshot, it, like, tells you. So, they'll send, like, pictures looking like they have five chins. And they're like, now what?
0: Five chins? Yeah, like... So, if you're Karen's friend, don't ever send her a picture again. (laughs) Because she thinks she has five chins. Or,
1: like, when my hair is, like, a fucking afro or something. And it looks really, really bad.
0: okay. If anybody has an afro, it's me. First of all, <laughs> seriously. Second of all, do you remember that show Cheaters that came on, like, the Game Network? Nah, I never watched it. Oh, my God. That's all I thought of. And it's, it's all fucking scripted, but, like, Jesus. I'm sorry. Keep going.
1: I felt uncomfortable with it, but I knew she had a perverted sense of humor, and I thought she would never do anything to hurt me. More time goes by, and the neighbor is spending more and more time at her house, but the office is being completed slower and slower. I can't help but worry that something isn't right, so I start checking her location using Google Timeline. It was at this point that I realized that there are large gaps in her GPS history because she was turning off her phone's GPS. Fast forward to July, and at this point, the paranoia is driving me nuts. So I tell her that I need to install new antivirus on her phone. <laughs> Why is that funny?
0: Uh, I mean, that's classic excuse, I guess, to put some spyware on there.
1: I didn't know that you had to install antivirus on phones, I thought.
0: You don't. Most... Most malware does not target phones. That's, that's a good excuse.
1: Okay, so moving on. While she has it unlocked for me, I install anti-theft software so I can remotely turn the GPS back on and set up AT&T message backup and restore so I can read all of her text messages from that point on my computer.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: You know, when I read that, I was thinking of how he's um, like a computer dude. And I was like, a man.
0: A computer dude.
1: (laughs) I was like, this sounds like some shit Ben would do. And I would just be like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was lying. Most malware does definitely specifically target phones. (laughs) A computer dude. Like. Oh,
1: oh come on my password for everything is like the same thing and you know the
0: password for like was, all of I my s- I, I coughed i was like please don't say it <laughs> <laughs> i coughed because i thought you were literally about to say it right there no but if you're in a marriage and you're like at the point to where you're having to install like secretive
1: software light. on each other's phones
0: well not even like specifically software just like Having to know who you're talking to, I'm pretty sure it's over whether the other person's cheating or not. Just saying.
1: The next day, my mother asks to spend time with my two kids, so my wife drops them off with her and has the day to herself. I watch my wife's activity from work as she spends the day trying to meet up with the neighbor but is unsuccessful because he's busy with another job site. That night, we get the kids back from my mom's house and we go out to dinner with the neighbor, his girlfriend, and his son.
0: What? What? (laughs) No. Dude, you, oh my god. So you know that your wife is like Trying to hook up with the fucking neighbor, and you're gonna go out to eat with the neighbor, their spouse, and like other people.
1: This guy must have like the most phenomenal poker face,
0: or the worst poker face. I don't know how this ends, but no man, fuck. That's call a diverse attorney. No (laughs) way,
1: diverse attorney. (laughs) <laughs> a diverse attorney.
0: A divorce attorney. <laughs> yeah. Call a divorce attorney. ASAP.
1: My wife and his girlfriend are having a good time drinking, laughing, and just joking around. His girlfriend mentions that she would like to see Magic Mike XXL. Is that how you say? Is it XXL or is it double XL? I, I don't
0: fucking know. As a huge Magic Mike fan, like basically a Magic Mike fanatic,
3: who me or you? I was going to say because I've never seen these movies. That you don't
0: know how to properly say the title, Karen. I don't fucking know. I've never seen those movies. I would say Double XL just because I'm going off of how fucking what T-shirts and other shit is said.
1: I say it's a good idea. I'll watch the kids so my wife and her can go.
0: (laughs) you were saying, I'll see you like this. (laughs) I was like, it's a good idea. I was like, what?
1: So my wife and her go, and the neighbor and I go back to my house so the kids can play video games together. The kids are back in my son's room playing games, and the neighbor is sitting across from me on the other couch. It is at this point that my wife starts texting him. What? She is describing sex acts she would like what? to perform with him, and he is reciprocating.
0: What? what? Oh he- my God, there's so much to unpack in this one fucking post.
1: Oh, and that's why I said what? I thought it was best for me to read his post instead of me Telling you what happened. Don't even add
0: like you could summarize this fucking post. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So she is out with the neighbor's girlfriend while he
1: texting him while he is back with her husband. Oh
0: my god.
1: She tells him to check his Snapchat, and at the same time, I get a Snapchat from her too. (laughs) And it is her fingering herself in a bathroom stall. Classic. They keep talking, trying to figure out when they can meet up and have sex. They decide on Monday morning after I go to work.
0: (laughs) I'm going to sex you on Saturday night, but you can't see me until Monday.
1: (laughs) So in my head, I had already planned to pretend to leave and circle back to catch them. But then they tell each other that they love each other, and it is all I can do to not leap off the couch
0: and knock him out. Dude, there's no fucking way.
1: I done would have caught a charge already. You I'm sorry. You done would have? Yes.
0: Like, there's no fucking way I would have that much self-restraint. Yeah, like, I, would all have, my- I
1: would have caught a charge. It's just. And you know what? Like, props to Jason <sighs> for not, like, losing his shit. Well, the thing is, though, that
0: the neighbor's not the one that should catch the shit either like well i mean granted like he has a girlfriend but that's between them the neighbor didn't like make vows with him right like he he should be he is obviously pissed off at his wife so but i mean i guess if if your neighbor my neighbor is going back to my house to you know play video games or even to just watch the kids play video games like they're obviously friends yeah if
1: he's friendly with you like like,
0: fuck that guy right so like he's a he's a bitch but he didn't make vows to you your wife did she's the fucking real bitch in this story you know Mm -hmm. fuck
1: but I contain myself and continue reading the conversation unfolding in front of me.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Then he tells her, you're my girl now, to which she replies, always have been, ending with him writing, and always will be.
0: <gasps> oh, it's so
1: original. My wife and the neighbor's <laughs> girlfriend return from the movie.
0: Why do you skip over that?
1: And I ask them
2: politely Why
0: pet over to sit down.
1: <laughs> I then ask the kids to stay in my son's room and shut the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing's up.
1: I return to the living room and confront my wife and the neighbor. I say, "What? So you two love each other, huh? At the
0: same time, too? Dude, that guy's got balls.
1: My wife goes into full-blown denial mode, and the neighbor's girlfriend starts smacking him. (laughs) I ask my wife if she has been texting him. She says no. So, I show her the text messages. She admits to it, but says it was the first time it had gone that far. Okay. I ask my wife if she has sent him pictures, so she says no. So I show her the picture. She admits it, but says it was the first time.
0: <laughs> I ask her. Yo, bitch. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. Yo, like, come on, man. Like, if somebody's confronting you, like, yo, did you do this? And you got, like, that straight face. <laughs> your like, ass is cold. Like, like, come on. It's like
1: when your parents, or it's. It's like when you're when you were a kid, when your parents, or like now as an adult, like when I
0: ask you, did you eat you, that brownie last night?
1: <laughs> or or like when I ask you something, it's because I already oh, oh, whoa, know whoa, whoa, the whoa, answer. Whoa.
0: What the fuck do you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> nah, <I> already know. <laughs> but seriously, like
1: yeah, like if your wife or your husband ever comes to you and you're like, hey, so I was wondering, did you blah
0: blah blah? Well, not even that. They like they already you, know. You know how your significant other like comes at you when they know shit, like yeah. you should. And then you're gonna be like, yeah, no, it was the first time. Like, come on.
1: I ask her if she's having sex with them. And it was she the first says, time. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she says, no, because I didn't wait to catch them having sex together. I didn't oh, have evidence. Oh, there's no, like,
0: actual proof.
1: I didn't have evidence to prove her wrong, so that one stayed unresolved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tell her that I'm leaving her. She tells me that she will make sure I never see my kids again if I do.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you got the fucking proof or, like, evidence to back that up.
1: She planned on using the fact that I had attempted suicide in high school to prove me unfit to have the children. She continues to say that it was my fault for being so busy with work and stressed out. In high school? No, no. She's she's saying that she cheated. The the
0: fact that she cheated is because he was working to provide for the family. Yes. How dare that son of a bitch?
1: Yeah, like fuck that guy.
0: Like how dare him work for his family? Go and make money so that your
1: children are taken care of.
0: Wife have a fucking roof over their head and food an evil bastard.
1: Yeah, she continues to say that it was my fault for being so busy with work and stressed out that she just wanted someone she could talk to. Then she gives me an ultimatum to decide what I'm going to do, or Classic. she will decide for me. Classic. The neighbor's,
0: Turn those tables.
1: The neighbor's girlfriend starts defending the two of them, saying that it couldn't have been serious if they weren't having sex, and that my wife and I are too perfect together to let this break us up. What What? What the fuck is the neighbor's girlfriend smoking because I want some. The neighbors go home and my wife and I argue for the rest of the night about what we're going to do. We go to bed separately having not resolved anything. We keep going back and forth on the subject all weekend and finally settle on we were going to separate temporarily while we figure out what we want. I was going to stay in the house and she was going to take the kids and go to her mom's
0: house. Uh, I was going to say good that he's staying in the house, but then she's taking the kids. That's, That's not good.
1: That Monday I go to work and I get text from her in the middle of a meeting with my bosses stating that she had explained things to her kids, but that they were upset and I need to explain it to them also. I get home from work to find my kids crying. She had told him that mommy had to move out because dad was mad at her.
0: Yeah, for no reason.
1: When my son wanted to stay with me, she told him that he can't. My son put it together that if mommy has to move out because I'm mad at her and he must move out, then I must have been mad at him too.
0: Oh my God.
1: Like she is a manipulative cunt. Yeah.
0: Sorry. She's a fucking, I mean, like, if there was ever,
1: if there was ever a woman cake, that deserved to be called a cunt, it is this bitch.
0: Her and Shelly Notek, like, seriously, I, I can't think of anybody else right now that we've covered. She is a fucking, she takes the fucking cunt cake.
1: My daughter was crying because my son was. I don't think she was old enough to understand what was happening. It was at that moment I realized she was going to drag the kids through hell if I left her. So I swallowed my feelings and begged her to stay. She agreed and insisted that I apologize to our neighbor since we were still.
0: What? What? <laughs> oh, um, I am sorry. I keep cutting you off, but fuck that.
1: Oh, it gets worse.
0: Like, it's- oh my, like, fuck that
1: since we were still going to need to hang out with them because our sons are good friends i hate it but i do it anyway we still hang out with them from time to time and they come to our various birthday and holiday parties
0: oh my god
1: but i do anything for my kids and i behave civil every time things die down for a while i still think about it constantly I worry, how can I keep from making her so unhappy that she cheats on me again? Then almost a year from the original incident, ran Father's Day again, she sends him pictures again. (laughs) She claims it was an accident that she meant to send them to me instead. I don't fully believe her, but I move on anyway. Things have been quiet on that front for about four months now, but I still think about it constantly. This is going to sound stupid, but I feel like I have a part of my brain that I can't shut off, that is always thinking. I used to use that to solve programming problems and it made me very good at my job. But ever since this incident, the only thing it thinks about is her and him and if I did the right thing. My job performance has suffered and I feel like I haven't gotten sleep in months. I'm afraid after this much time and the fact that I begged her back, that to say that I want a divorce now would only make her more vindictive towards my children and I. I just Not wrong. I just feel like I have put myself so deep in a hole that I can never get back out. I haven't really talked to anyone about this. I didn't want to talk to my mom about it because I felt she would treat my wife differently, and I didn't need the two fighting anymore than they already do. I tried talking to one friend about it, but his advice was to put my trust in God, but that was not much... I can't. Solace? Thank you. For me, as I I am an atheist. So I have no clue what to do with my feelings or how to move on from this. And that ends
0: the post. Holy shit. We could do a whole fucking, like... Honestly, we could probably do a whole fucking series on that post. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, like, let's break down every fucked up thing that is happening there.
0: Oh, my God. I can't. I'm trying to just fucking comprehend that. That is insane. She could not have been worth staying after everything that she just, like, put you through and, like, and fucking... Being friendly and not even being friendly, but hanging out with the neighbor.
1: But he didn't stay because he wanted to stay with her. He stayed because the second he realized how vindictive and manipulative and the fact that she was going to put. Oh, she's a crazy fucking bitch. He was going to. She was. I'm sorry. She was going to put those babies through hell and he did not want them
0: to hurt. Like that is. I mean, like she is who Buck Cherry based that song off of. Oh, my God.
1: Soon after Jason made this post, he finally decided that the best thing for him, Tyler, and Charlie was for him to file for divorce. And he did exactly that. He told Brandy he wanted the two of them to separate, and he wanted a divorce on grounds of adultery. Brandy wanted to talk it through and continue to work it out, as they had done in the
0: past. Did they work it out, though? Right. Like, did they work it out, or did she fucking somehow sweep it under the rug?
1: While she continued sexting
0: the neighbor. (laughs) And whatever else that we don't know about.
1: But Jason had finally had enough. He was setting his foot down. Jason went back to Reddit on November 1st, 2016, and posted an update. This time, short and sweet. He said... Instead of trying to fix something she doesn't want to fix, she has refused counseling several times in the past before this even happened. I'm going to get myself and my kids out. I meet with an attorney next week. Thank you everyone for helping me see how far I had my head up my ass. Yeah. Not even a month after Jason had made the post on Reddit, on November 17th, the family attended a dance recital for Charlie. To anyone from the outside looking in, all seemed normal. Nothing was out of the blue. Except that Jason had filed for divorce just one day before that dance recital. And Brandy knew it. After attending Charlie's recital, the Worley family came back home and had dinner together. According to Jason, he had absolutely no indication of the nightmare that was about to happen.
0: Oh, fuck. None I didn't know this was whatsoever. the night. Shit.
1: At some point after dinner, Brandy said she needed to go to Walmart because she needed to buy some pipe cleaners for Tyler's school project. She'd forgotten to do that. If only she had gone out and bought some damn pipe cleaners. But instead, she purchased a combat knife. While she was gone, Jason played with his kids, then he bathed them and got them ready for bed. Before heading to bed, he told his children that he loved them and that he would see them in the morning. Brandy Worley returned to her home. Jason was fast asleep downstairs in the basement. Tyler and Charlie had separate rooms, but the two of them had gone to sleep in the same room that night. Brandy had told Tyler earlier that night that he could have a sleepover in Charlie's room. Talk about like fucking premeditation right there. Telling her children that they can have a sleepover that night. Okay, so we are now going to talk about the details of what happened to Tyler and Charlie.
0: Trigger warning if I've ever heard one. Skip ahead if you need to. I completely get it.
1: This was the most difficult part of a script I have ever written for you guys.
0: And that's crazy to say because we've covered some horrific you have covered some horrific fucking cases. Like,
1: so I am not, I am telling you guys just enough to know what happened. I'm not really gonna, like, I'm not going into a lot, a lot of detail. I and mean, you because I, can, I, I can't,
0: I was going to say, I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I can tell you when we started this podcast, you were very specific in saying that you were not going to shy away from any details. Like any details that were out there to the public you you wanted the public to know on our podcast, but I don't know, man, this is a fucking hard one, like this is a hard fucking case, and it, it's it's because we're parents
1: when a parent can do what this monster because she's she I mean, she's not a parent, she's, she's not, not a, a mother at all a mother doesn't do this to her babies when a monster doesn't feel anything while holding a combat knife to her own children's neck. I just like, seriously, this is, I don't even know how to explain, you know, the trigger warning that this is. Um, But please skip ahead. If you need like, please practice self care. Like, I understand this is not for everyone. So, seriously, like, don't listen if this is something that's going to be triggering for you. Brandy Worley first grabbed seven-year-old Tyler, and she repeatedly plunged the knife into his tiny little neck. Three-year-old Charlie woke up hearing the commotion, and Brandy asked her to go back to sleep. Then she grabbed Charlie... And did the same thing to her that she just done to Tyler. Until both of her precious babies were lifeless and their little pajamas were bathed in their own blood. And that's the most detail I can
0: give you on this one. (sighs) Jesus fucking light.
1: I just can't.
0: I mean, I I don't want to hear any more detail than that. Like that's, I don't know. I maybe we're just gonna be a, a mother's
1: f- a mother's job is to protect her babies.
0: Well, not even like a, just, a parent's job, like a, a family member's job. You know what? Hate me if you want to, and I'm gonna keep this in. Kill the fucking guy. Like if if you don't want to be married to this guy. Divorce them is what you should have done. Separate yourself. Be a deadbeat fucking mom. It's way better than doing what you fucking did. Like, literally, leave fucking town. Change your name. Whatever you have to do to get away from the children, your husband, your family, your friends that you had. But don't take it out on innocence fucking people that have nothing to do with this
1: you know what i think i think she wanted to hurt him as much as possible and i think i mean i could be completely wrong here but she knew that this was the ultimate way to hurt him
0: but she already fucking hurt why does she want to hurt him because he didn't he betray for, her.
1: Because he asked for a divorce. She's a manipulative asshole. I, I one hundred
0: beyond manipulative. I, like she is a I, fucking I, psychotic I, bitch. I
1: was going to say I one hundred percent believe that she was a sociopath. I, I don't think she gave a shit about anything or anyone other you than can't herself.
0: Care about anybody else if you're going to murder your kids because somebody decided to leave you. Like, that's beyond manipulative. That is, like you said, that, that's psychotic.
1: At 4.35 a.m. on November 17th, 911 Emergency Dispatch received a phone call from Brandy Worley. She very calmly admitted to having stabbed her two young children. She stated that they were dead. And that she had also stabbed herself and she was bleeding. Which also, like, I don't see how emergency dispatch operators do their job because I, maybe I'm just a fucking asshole, but if someone was like, hey, I just murdered my children and I'm bleeding, I would be like, well, fuck you, bitch. Bleed to death, motherfucker. So.
0: Well, yeah, you also have to remember that. You do a lot of research, and you know these kids. You don't know these kids a lot, but you know them obviously a lot more personally than a nine one one dispatcher does, who's receiving this phone call about you know this 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 random family. Unfortunately, I, just, I have
1: a very visceral reaction to this case. I, I shouldn't have even said that, but it's just
0: also like how many how how many one prank phone calls to. Like 911 do dispatchers get? And then two, how many like phone calls do dispatchers get that's describing something that's not exactly what's going on just to get, you know, police officers out there?
1: I actually listened to an episode on Sword and Scale about nine one one operators. And I can't remember the guy's name. I wish I did. Um so he used to be a dispatch operator. And then he also has his own podcast now. So he came in and they just, you know, talked about the profession and they also played, um, a handful of nine one one calls and talked about like what went wrong or, you know, what was happening in those calls. One of the calls that they cover is Brandy Worley's call. And, um, he said that one of the reasons why Brandy sounds the way that she does in the call is because she had taken a lot of Benadryl that night. Um, so we're going to play that 911 call for you guys. Um, but please be advised, this is the worst thing I have
0: ever heard. Well, remember, it not only contains... Brandy Worley, and the 911 dispatcher, it also contains the children's grandmother.
1: Yeah, when Tyler and Charlie's grandmother, Brandy's mother, uh, when she finally makes it to the house, so, kind of backtrack a little bit, Brandy actually called her mother and told her mother what she did before she called 911. So, when... Brandy's mother makes it to the house. She starts talking to dispatch and he asks her to locate the children. And she goes into, I believe Charlie's bedroom and she screams. That sound is something I will never forget. The first time I heard it, it, I mean, it made my blood run cold I've had several nightmares this past week in which I could hear her screaming. So I just want you guys to be aware of that before you decide whether to listen to the call yourself.
3: Montgomery County, 911, where's your emergency? Darlington. Hey, what's going on there?
2: I just stabbed myself and I killed my two children.
3: You stabbed yourself and killed your two children?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, and what's your name?
2: Brandy
3: Worley. Brandy what? Worley. Okay. How do you spell your last name?
2: W-O-R-L-E-Y.
3: And where are are the children at? In my daughter's
2: room on the floor.
3: In your daughter's room on the floor? Okay. And, And what caused you to do this today?
2: My husband wanted to divorce and wanted to take my kids. I won't want to have my kids.
3: Okay, and how old are your children? Seven and three. Ten and three? Seven. Seven and three? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Where did you stab yourself at? In the neck. Okay, are you bleeding?
2: Yeah, it's
3: was over. everywhere. Okay, and where are you at?
2: In their living room.
3: You're in their living room? Mm-hmm. Okay, and Are you are you armed now with the knife still?
2: No, it's in my children too.
3: Okay, are you still there? Hello? Yeah. Okay, where's your husband at?
2: Downstairs somewhere.
3: Okay, uh, uh, what's his condition?
2: I don't know
3: how it's And when you say downstairs, is he in a basement or?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, what's his name? Sure. His what? Jason.
2: Nathan. Is what? Nathan. Nathan? Uh,
3: Jason. Jason. Jason Morley.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. And do you have any other weapons with you?
2: Yeah. No.
3: No. Okay. And are what are you feeling right now? I mean, are I'm you really are tired. you you're tired? Are you worried
2: Yeah. guess. I took a lot
3: of Benadryl. You took a lot of Benadryl? Yeah. Okay. Is is the front door unlocked?
2: No, we don't use
3: it. You, know, you just use the back door?
2: Yeah. It's on the side. It's unlocked.
3: Okay, and is there anyone else in the residence besides your children and you and your husband?
2: Mm, I called my mom.
3: You called your mom? What did she say?
2: I can call 911 she'd be here in a second. I gotta go. You gotta go? Yeah, I'm tired.
3: Okay. Well, why don't you just stay talking with me for a minute, so that way uh, we can get help to you, because I don't want something to happen to you. Okay? Can you keep talking to me for just a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Are the uh, Are you wanting to speak to an officer uh, when they get there? Or are you Are you too tired to uh, talk to them?
2: That's very good. I figured I'm gonna be arrested, so I talk to them. Okay.
3: You're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna try to harm them or cause any problems there, are you?
2: Um, no, I'm just laying down.
3: You're just laying down? Okay.
2: Okay, they could come get me. Okay. My mom's scared. You want to talk to her? Yes.
3: Hey. Who are you? At?
2: Where are you?
3: Uh, who's this?
2: Hello. Hi. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's her mother, Rosie R- Rosie ill.
3: Okay, this is Rosemary Zell, and you're her mother.
2: Yes. yes, I just, oh my God, I just got here.
3: Okay, is why she said it
2: Have
3: you found the children? <laughs> no. Okay, they said, she said that they are her. hurt her. They said that she... My you. daughter, my daughter, she's bleeding. Okay, ma'am, Sorry. I understand you. you have to calm down so I can get home to you. I've got units in route to you. Um, your daughter said that the children are in the bedroom on the floor. Can you locate them for me? (laughs) Rosemary?
1: Like I said earlier, before police arrived at the scene, Brandy had actually called her mother and told her what she had done. But I think, I don't think she truly believed it.
0: Well, what parent could believe that?
1: Not until, you know, not until she saw them. When you, I don't know if you guys could make out, but there's a point in which she says, Brandy, what did you do? Oh.
0: This shit's fucking nightmares, man. Like, that's. Whew, that, that's heavy.
1: I think that's one of those things where for the rest of your life, when you close your eyes, it's like in the back of your fucking eyelids. Right as i said at the very beginning of this episode jason and brandy promised that their children would always come first brandy Worley did not keep that promise jason had been downstairs sleeping not knowing that this monster was upstairs actively taking his children away from him And from everyone else who loved them.
0: God, did he get woken up by Brandy's mom or even worse, the fucking cops?
1: He woke up when he heard the children's grandmother screaming, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Fuck.
1: And you know when you wake up (sighs) and there's, like, chaos, but you don't know what's going on?
0: Well, yeah, like, dude, he was probably thinking, like, it's, you know, like, half-asleep is still part of my dream, or... I guess, nightmare.
1: And that's kind of how he explained it. He said he woke up and he heard screaming and he he didn't know who was screaming, why they were screaming, or what was going on.
0: Well, He had to be so disoriented at that that point, you know?
1: He wakes up and he hears this, so he just, like, takes off and runs upstairs. And the first thing he saw was Brandy's mother in the kitchen crying hysterically. And then he looks over to the living room, and Brandy's sitting in the living room, calm and covered in blood. Jason asked her what happened. This disgusting, dripping trash bag of a human turns to him, and she said, Now you can't take my children from me. (laughs) And I would catch a charge. (laughs) I would... Happily catch a charge at that point.
0: I was, I I was going to say like, I do not understand how she lived past that night. I, I just, I, I've never been through it. I can only tell you what I feel like I would do, but I I do not just, I, I cannot comprehend how I would be able to let her live. Passed that night.
1: The officers took Jason outside, but he could still hear them on the radios talking. Oh, fuck. He heard one of them say, two deceased children in the house. Can you imagine?
0: That's how you find out? Like, that's how you... I'm sure (sighs) he, like, suspected, but that's how you get confirmation, you know?
1: Officers found seven-year-old Tyler and three-year-old Charlie Worley, dead in a bedroom, with deep lacerations to their necks, according to a probable cause affidavit. Tyler had three deep stab wounds and one superficial one. Charlie also had three deep stab wounds. Montgomery County Prosecutor Joseph Beuser later said that Brandy had actually planned on completing suicide After killing her babies, Bucer said that she told officers, somehow I screwed that up. And also, I didn't want them to live without me.
0: Was she trying to die by Benadryl? I don't know. Like, I'm sure you can die by Benadryl, but like, how fucking much would you have to take? Like... But also listen to listen
1: to that sentence. I didn't want them to To live live without me. me.
0: So what is she trying to say? Her whole plan was I was wanting to die, but then I didn't want them to live without me. So I had to kill them, too.
1: I mean, it kind of sounds like that, right?
0: Like, oh, my. Yo, where is this bitch located? I'm going to go like just pay her a visit.
1: Tyler and Charlie were both pronounced dead at the scene. And Brandy Worley was rushed to a local hospital where, unfortunately, she made a full recovery.
0: Yeah, they pumped her stomach. Oh,
1: the Benadryl. Then she was transported to the Montgomery County Jail. She was charged with two felony counts of murder. Now, I do want to make something super crystal clear.
0: Super crystal clear. Yeah. Not just crystal clear. Super crystal clear. We're like Aquafina, but on crack. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: I haven't made a joke in a while, so I had to, like, go over the top.
1: We're not talking about severe postpartum depression or postpartum psychosis here. Not that I would excuse that as a reason to murder your kids, but... As someone who has suffered from postpartum depression, as someone who has experienced several miscarriages, I can tell you my brain has gone to some really dark places. My brain has gone to dark places that I would be ashamed to admit those thoughts out loud to anyone. I have read cases of women who were in the middle of a psychotic break due to postpartum depression, and they did some seriously fucked up shit. And here's the thing, hate me if you want, but my heart goes out to them. I mean, it's, it's true, my heart goes out to them. These women, they punish themselves daily more than jail or anyone else ever could once they have a clear mind again. But Brandy Worley, that's not the case with her at all. This is a woman who has never, never expressed any regret whatsoever about killing those
0: babies. Uh, I mean, she's, she's one of those people that should have been tested at the hospital before she was allowed to take on a child. You know, psychotic breaks. Postpartum depression is a real horrific thing that affects
1: a lot of women,
0: a lot of women. But then, you know, psychotic breaks affects a lot of people. I don't know this bitch. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to call her a bitch. It does not sound like this is the case. And I pray that you're going to give me some good news on the sentencing
1: We'll get to that. A service to remember Tyler and Charlie was held on November 22nd at the Darlington Community Center. After the service, they were laid to rest at the Green Lawn Cemetery in Darlington. Jason Worley set up a GoFundMe to help pay for the funeral expenses, and it amassed over $50,000 very quickly. Which, yeah, it sounds like a good bit, right?
0: (laughs) Not when it comes to funeral expenses.
1: But not just that. I looked it up and GoFundMe takes 2.9% plus 30 cents from each donation.
0: Which, yeah, I mean...
1: (sighs) No, so that's over $15,000 that went to GoFundMe. That's insane.
0: Yeah, no, that is insane. Like... You have to remember that they are a, you know, a, a company out there to make money, yeah, but, but that, I'm sorry. That's Go over Fund the fucking Fund top. Me. You're hundred percent. Like that's over the fucking top.
1: GoFundMe should not be making 15 grand from two babies dying. Like end of story. I'm sure that you can imagine when the news broke. I'm, I mean, this was crazy. It was all over the news. Naturally, Reddit users started making connections. The husband's name was Jason. He worked with computers. He had two children. He had asked for a divorce. So they're like, could it be?
0: Uh, Right.
1: Is it the same person? Everyone's questions were answered when on November 21st. So just one day before Tyler and Charlie's funeral. Jason went on to Reddit one more time and posted an update. This time he wrote, I would like to give a heartfelt thank you for the sincere advice and support I have received here. No one could have foreseen the tragedy that would result from me filing for a divorce. You guys perform a wonderful service to the community and those in need. And I hope you continue to do so in the future.
0: I would not have the mental stability or sanity to make that post the day before my fucking kid's funeral.
1: And the only reason I even thought to include that is for that exact reason.
0: Like, there is no way. Like, this dude is so fucking mentally strong.
1: I was going to say, I think that the way he has handled everything that has been thrown at him shows the kind of person that he
0: is. (laughs) like okay so first you stayed complicit and like friendly with the neighbor that your wife was sleeping with then you didn't fucking divorce the fucking bitch that was cheating on you in front of you and that was blatantly lying about it and that like literally sent more photos to the guy on the like year anniversary that she got caught and then didn't fucking... (laughs) I don't know if you're going to hate me for saying this, but like didn't fucking kill her after what she did. I do not know how this guy was able to hold it together the way he did.
1: And after all of this, that same month, Brandy Worley had the fucking audacity to plead not guilty to the murder charges.
0: Dude, I want to kill this chick and I don't even fucking know her.
1: Imagine having the audacity to be Brandy Worley and to plead not
0: guilty. Honestly, though, like... Let's be honest, it, I, is she doing it now just for, what, like, killer stardom or, you know, killer infamacy at this point? Like, is she trying to be Casey Anthony, you know?
1: I don't know, but it did start to look like her defense team was trying to put forward an insanity defense.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a shocking surprise
1: Brandy was ordered to undergo a psychiatric eval. She was diagnosed with depression and became withdrawn and unemotional.
0: Nah, again, I, shocking.
1: According to her defense attorney, that's the only way that she knows how to deal with what she did. Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck her, man. She Don't need to deal with it.
1: You know what I think they need to do to people that do shit like this?
0: A 36-cent bullet is fucking cheap. That's what I'm saying.
1: I think they need to have, like, recordings of their children, like, laughing and giggling. (sighs) Yeah. And they need to, like, play that on a loop 24 hours in their sale.
0: I'm not trying to laugh because it's funny. I'm laughing because, like... (laughs) Unfortunately, torture is legal in the United States, and that's a, that's a form of torture. I mean,
1: I, I typically do not condone like murder and torture well, and being a sadistic piece of shit. That's not sadistic. But when you... <laughs> I think we have all by now figured out... Um,
0: that she's a piece of shit, and she... <laughs> I'm sorry. I will speak for Karen, and I don't think that she'll hold it against me. We have no sympathy in our hearts for one anybody that can harm a fucking child kill a fucking child but then more so like do it to your own fucking children like that i'm, I'm sorry i have no no sympathy for you whatsoever and i don't think karen does either tell me if i'm wrong
1: I want this bitch to step on Legos all day long, every day for the rest of her life.
0: There's no way you can forgive that shit. There's no way you can say that she could be rehabilitated. There's no way that you can... I don't
1: think there was ever anything to rehabilitate there.
0: Oh, no. Like, I mean, God, you know Jason is going to relive every moment and beat himself up for the rest of his life, but... I don't care what kind of husband. I don't, he, he, first of all, he sounds like the greatest fucking guy I could imagine, just by his self control. But I don't care if he was actually the greatest fucking guy ever. It sounds like she was going to wind up in this situation one way or one way or the other, you know? Yeah. And it's just one <laughs> heartbreaking that these kids were on the receiving end of it. And it's also heartbreaking that Jason's going to have to live with those what if and those, those doubts for the rest of his life of if I'd just done something different, if I could have just made her a little bit happier when that's, you know, that's not the case at all.
1: So the court scheduled a competency hearing for the following year. I guess they needed to know if she was competent to stand trial. But before that hearing, she changed her plea to guilty for both counts of murder.
0: Good fucking defense attorneys.
1: When presented in the court and asked about why she did it and what exactly drove her to commit such an action on her own two small children, she chose to remain quiet. Again, she showed no remorse whatsoever over her actions. She didn't apologize or offer up any sort of explanation. Nothing. Her defense attorney said, such a tragic and unimaginable, I can't imagine. My job as Brandy's attorney is to give you an explanation on why this happened. I can't do that. In court, Mark Inman, that's Brandy's defense attorney, read out loud letters, like character testimony type letters.
0: Who would fucking write a character testimony for this chick?
1: Literally, my next line was in which whoever the fuck wrote. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, seriously. Yo, they literally went to Casey Anthony. was like, can we please have. You met her on an AOL chat line (laughs) back in the day. Please give us a character testimony.
1: So whoever this person was, they wrote that Brandy was a wonderful, caring mother.
0: (laughs) Oh, my. Mm.
1: Mark Inman argued that Brandy Worley truly was a wonderful, caring mother. But that for a couple of hours during that November night she simply snapped
0: fuck dude fuck this guy I get it's your job to defend this person but fuck that guy
1: so my next line was <laughs> <laughs> it was Mark Inman listen dude fuck you <laughs> fuck your couch Seriously? fuck your couch All fuck right, your Rick dog James. fuck your cat fuck your mom even shut the fuck up A mother doesn't snap for a couple of hours and kills her children. When it came down to sentencing, Judge Harry Siamas said that everyone wanted an explanation for the senseless murders, stating that it was extremely unnatural for a parent to kill their own child. Sometimes there is no explanation, he said. Darkness is in this world, and it penetrates minds and our hearts. Brandy Worley was sentenced to 120 years, 55 years for Tyler's murder and 65 years for Charlie's. She was sent to the Indiana jail for women to complete her life sentence
0: there. That's not a life sentence. 120 year sentence, Karen. (laughs)
1: Okay. Unless she's a vampire, it's a life sentence. The last time Jason ever spoke to Brandy was in November of 2016, and their divorce was finalized in March of
0: 2017. Oh, fuck. Dude, imagine still having to go through divorce proceedings. Right. After this fucking trial. (laughs) Imagine
1: being the judge that gets uh, the documents
0: to grant this divorce like approve it or whatever it's called you know Mm -hmm. like fuck like the easiest fucking decision that judge can make
1: (laughs) after brandy was sent to prison jason worley said all i care is to never see her again out of sight out of mind my children were my life they were my everything I also found a statement that Jason made online that read, Today has been hard. I went back to the house for the first time. The cleaning company has already come and gone. I don't know if it is all in my head or not, but I swear I could smell blood when I went in Charlie's room. It was heart-wrenching to be hastily grabbing the remnants of life and throwing them in the back of a van. I just couldn't be in the house any longer. I just can't help but wonder that if I had slept on the couch like she had suggested, instead of on an air mattress in the basement, then maybe I could have saved my children, or at the very least died with them. A father has one job in this world— To protect his children. And I failed to do that. I tried to find an update on Jason. And unfortunately, I couldn't find anything. I was hoping to be able to end this by giving you guys something positive or, you know, tell you that, you know, Jason's doing great or... That something positive came from this. Or, you know, give you some kind of sliver of hope. But I couldn't find anything.
0: I think the sliver of hope is... This is not the norm. And that shit crazy bitches. Like this person, Brandy, is... Few and far between. That that That's a sliver of hope. Like, you listen to true crime and you get a dark sense of the world and you know, it's there's, there's, there's evil hanging around every corner, but that that's not the norm. Just remember that.
1: I think all I have to say is, you know, if I could speak to Jason, I would say you did not fail. I have poured through countless pictures Of you and your babies online. And I can see how much you love them. And how much they loved you back. You didn't fail. Brandy failed. She was a monster. And she took your babies from you. And for that, I am so,
0: so deeply sorry. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I would want to reiterate in this episode I said like Jason it is not your fault at all you did not create the situation you did nothing to exacerbate it it's just please try to find some peace man like it is not your fault
1: alright you guys no more requests involving children <laughs> okay
0: you don't have to take them you know you could say no to requests, or you can be like, yeah, we'll get to it in the meantime. But no, I know you. You're like, I give the people what they want, right?
1: Man. like Yes,
0: I, no, I, maybe. I,
1: I, I always <laughs> said we wouldn't cover cases like this.
0: You say we, like I'm involved in the cases that we pick.
1: <laughs> Speaking of cases that you pick. So you guys are going to have your. Yeah, are your, we going to
0: give like hints to the next one too?
1: I mean, just go ahead and tell them. what I mean, because they're going to have it.
0: It's going like, to come out tomorrow. In like <laughs> the, <laughs> the, like next the next few day. days.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: It's another really rough one.
0: It is a rough one. It's another. I don't know. Is, is, is Brandy Worley considered uh, a family annihilator, even though she didn't kill the husband?
1: I don't know. Uh, we we went with very similar cases this month,
0: I not, think. Not on purpose, obviously. Yeah, not on purpose. So my case is going to be one that's a little bit closer to, to me, I guess, uh, because this is somebody that I watched growing up as a kid um, in, in WWE. I'm going to be... Bit it out, Collins. So I will be covering the story slash case of Chris Benoit and the unfortunate ending of his family.
1: I hate family annihilator later
0: cases. I don't think anybody enjoys them. This one... This one's just—I I don't know—it's—it's it's harder for me, I guess, because I actually watched him growing up. Like I—I I, I saw him come in to the you know professional like televised wrestling scene. I remember watching the initial RAW, like televised event, like three-hour event, celebrating his life. And his wife's life, and his son's life.
1: Yeah, um, it's 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 rough. This is a hard month for um, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: <laughs> well, uh, they're, they're patrons of true crime, so there's not an easy month, I guess, of, of cases. But we'll make it as light as possible, guys. No, I mean, I feel... I'll pick like, on Karen as much as I can. No, I mean, the I,
1: I know there's no such thing as a boring case or as a light case. I just feel like this month, we both picked cases that are, like, specially
0: hard. Right, like, we don't use the term boring or, you know, exciting in terms of cases.
1: Oh, my God, I hate that. I hate whenever...
0: It's like, oh, that's such a boring fucking case to hear like, about. oh, like, I
1: am so sorry I'm that sorry someone's that murder die. wasn't exciting enough yeah, for I'm sorry you. They didn't what die the in fuck? an exciting
0: way. Yeah, so we don't use those terms when it comes to cases. We know that these are hard to swallow cases. Like, I, all cases
1: suck. I just meant that, I guess it's because it involves children. Like, to me, those are just especially difficult.
0: But I promise, guys, I will pick on Karen as much as I possibly can to lighten the mood. He will. I will.
1: He really will.
0: Like, listen, I will not edit any of Karen's mistakes out <laughs> on the next episode. Guarantee. But you'll hear the full unedited version, at least on Karen's end. <laughs> <laughs> I will still sound perfect. Because you know what? I, I never get, I never needed to be edited out. I never need to be edited out. I keep my mistakes in. That's my charm. Oh, I have a joke for you. You have a joke for me? Yeah. What? You're actually gonna be funny for once? Oh, see, look, look, guys, I'm already starting.
1: What is Beethoven? Beethoven.
0: Beethoven. The, what? Beethoven.
1: <laughs> it's like Timothy.
0: Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I was up till like one o'clock editing that one last night, and, like, and it was it was Timothy, and I was like. I'll say, who did I marry? <laughs> Bernie Drexel part two out now, just in case you don't know who what we're is, talking about.
1: What is Beethoven's?
0: Beethoven's what?
1: <laughs> Favorite fruit.
0: Oh, I don't know. What is it? <laughs> you haven't even told it yet. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. Did, did you write this into your script? No. You're like staring at your script right now. What's Beethoven's favorite fruit? Hold on. Unedited. Not gonna like change the timing of this, guys. If you know it, let us know the before camera says. Beethoven's favorite fruit. Symphony.
1: Do you want me to tell you?
0: I, I I'm thinking of a pear, but that's not funny. What?
1: Banana.
0: <laughs> oh my fucking god. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: <laughs>
0: What is wrong with you? I'm sleep deprived. No, no, no. Where did you hear that? Hold on. Why is this the first time I'm hearing of this joke? <laughs> Classic dad joke and you have not told me this before? Or you did you serious like husband wife situation right now? <laughs> did you just now hear about this today? Or did you just not tell me until today? Because our relationship is going to be based off of the answer that you give <laughs> oh my right God. now.
1: Seriously, you guys, thank you so much.
0: No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. So you've heard of this joke days, week, months, years, lifetimes <laughs> before today is what you're saying. Seriously, guys, you were you were going to start something there.
1: no, no, no.
0: Breathe. Seriously guys, we appreciate you subscribing to our Patreon. Um, we're gonna we're gonna keep on delivering good content, hopefully, for you. I don't know, Karen's kinda getting cheesy at this point. (laughs) With the jokes. Wow. So I'm gonna leave I'm we're gonna leave the humor aspect to me. The classic dad (laughs) jokes to me. But we appreciate it. Um I don't think there's any bigger compliment we can get. Then you know, you you subscribe and to hear more from us than what we already put out, because God knows I can't stand any more of us than <laughs> we already do. So we appreciate it more than you can ever know.
1: Seriously. Um when we started this podcast, we thought that Ben's mom was gonna listen and that was it.
0: I mean she does, and we thought she was gonna I know.
1: I don't think she does. <laughs>
0: she she doesn't subscribe though. <laughs>
1: I thought she would listen to like one episode to be polite and then that was it. So the fact that you guys, I mean, the support that we get from you guys is humbling. Yeah, to say the least.
0: Right. Like, I think that's the best word to describe it. It's humbling. So we appreciate it. And we will keep cranking out episodes for you. We will do what the people ask. The people. Duh, people. Yeah. Duh, banana. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, promise that promise—that's not the, the the humor I'm gonna bring to the future episodes. <laughs> Cause that was horrible. They just unsubscribed all of them. <laughs> like as soon as we drop this episode, <laughs> half the patrons are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dare uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Yeah, you hit your head on what the mic. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, yo, talk to us on our Facebook group. Like, we created it for you guys. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking. Tell us what you have for breakfast or for lunch. Yeah. Tell us, tell po- us what t shirt you're fucking wearing. I don't care. Talk to me.
1: Yes. Talk to Ben.
0: Yeah, not Karen. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time.
1: And remember,
0: don't be a brandy warrior.